Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. Um, this is episode, I believe it's episode 31, and you're going to be seeing this a week after I've actually created it because, and this is what the segment is on, I've received a strike on my new light bulb initiative channel. Now, understand that my original channel was taken down because I received a warning and then three strikes. Now, that channel was taken down and every time I got a strike, it was based on, so they always say community guidelines and then they say medical misinformation. That was always, that was always what they said my violation was. Now, by medical misinformation, what they mean is anything that contradicts the WHO and local health officials. Now, I appealed every single one of them, and my question was always, what did I say that was not true? Because I could substantiate all of what I'm saying with verifiable data. They, of course, don't engage because their whole appeal process is just theatrics. Understand that community guidelines, the way that they use it, because they've appropriated that term, what they actually are is community control. They want to control information. They want to control what information you can disseminate and what, what information you can actually ingest. So it's just a system of control. And information is very important because information shapes our minds. So they essentially want to shape your mind in a particular direction. And Google, who's a parent company of YouTube, they've chosen a side. And it's not the side of the community. So understand when they're saying community guidelines, they're actually weaponizing that term against us. They don't actually mean that they're trying to keep you safe. I, I want you to understand that because you can tell by their process, you can tell by how, what information they're allowing and what information they're not and how arbitrary they are and then how ambiguous they are with their reasoning. So with this one on this new channel, this is the first time I've gotten this one. So this is kind of monumental. The, the other thing that I don't think that they understand is I've been, I've been persecuted for, for trying to search for the truth and trying to have rational conversations in the public forum with everyone, right? I'm actually inclusive and I actually believe in diversity of ideas. <clears throat> they clearly don't. What they don't understand is that when you, when you consistently persecute someone and, and they don't go away, they, they become tougher, their, their skin gets thicker. This doesn't bother me at all. Like it used to, because I felt like I was being accused of something that I, I, I wasn't actually, like it was unjustifiable. I wasn't actually guilty. And so that can make a person angry. And then I start to realize it's just their game. So their hope is, is two things. One, that you will self-censor, which their job gets accomplished. You accomplish their job for them, or they take you off. And somehow believing that if they shut you up, they somehow win. But those ideas that you have and the ideas that you're trying to share, they don't go away. And once they, once they start to do that to enough people, those people then start to congregate with one another because you've left them no place else to go. They want to speak in the public forum, but you've cut that off for them. And so they go and create something else. And then right now, YouTube is the biggest because they got there first. But over time, if they continue to do this, that, that power dynamic will shift and that leverage will shift. 
And then usually what happens if, if a corporation this big wants to continue to make revenue, if they really start to get hit to that point, it takes a long time though, because <laughs> they got deep pockets. Then they want to try to, to switch up and then they try to pretend like they were always on your side. That's the MO if you look at it historically. So I just want to show you this. This isn't going to be a long one, but I want to take you through what it, what it looks like when they do this, if this has never happened to you. If it has happened to you, I'm sure that you weren't even guilty and you've been through the same thing that I've been through <laughs> because I can't imagine them ever doing this to somebody that is actually guilty because I've seen them, because once again, this is subjective. Subjectivity can always be weaponized. Objectivity is much harder because the truth unifies us all. Do you understand that? So when they use terms like hate speech and hate crime, what, what they're doing is that they're pulling something that should be like justice. Justice is getting what you've, what you've earned. And that's, that should be undergirded by truth. That's how we determine. Like we use the truth in order to determine justice or, or injustice. But when you pull into the subjective world, you can now weaponize justice against someone. So this one is hate speech, putting hate in front of speech instead of free, it now allows you to weaponize speech against your rivals, against who, who you look at as, as your rival, as your enemy. And this has happened throughout history. This isn't anything new. Like it literally isn't new at all. That's what's fascinating that people are still falling for it because this isn't new. So I got cited for hate speech. So let me take you through this, check this out. So this is what I receive. Your content was removed due to a violation of our community guidelines. Oh, and I've already had a warning. And the warning was, I believe, based on medical misinformation, which, of course, everything I said was absolutely true. And that's the other thing. With all of the strikes that I got on my first channel, not even six months later, I was proven to be correct. They didn't give me apology or reissue my channel. Do you understand? So within that context, they were telling me that I was contradicting the WHO and local health officials but I was right and they were wrong by their own statements. So what good are they if me sitting here in my, in my office, if I can find out the truth and them with all of their white coats and education and laboratories, they, they, they can't? And yet I'm the one that's punished? Do you, do you understand? This is all just propaganda and it's all just a system of control. It's all been weaponized against liberty, free speech, well, liberty and freedom at its core level. So anyway, they're telling me that, that I, I violated the community guidelines. Your channel now has one strike. So now I won't be able to post for a week. And then they go through, this is all, understand this is all just threats right here. These consequences are punishment for stepping out of line. I didn't violate their community guidelines at all based on how it's written here. And they don't tell you where the violation is within your content at all. They never tell you that. So one strike, I can't uh, post for a week. Second strike will prevent me from publishing content for two weeks. Three strikes within a 90 day period, they remove your channel. Also understand this, check this out. So I got two strikes on my other channel and then they went back like six months to find a video to give me my third strike so they can get me off. Talk about dirty. There's a video that I've been up for a long time. They, they went deep into the archives in order to find something that, that they can give me that third strike within 90 days so they can get my channel off because it's just punishment. That's all it is. And also understand, once they get rid of your channel, you can't appeal anymore because they say that, that it doesn't exist. 
or actually what they told me to do was I can go through Google. But when I went through Google, Google kept telling me that account doesn't exist. <laughs> so I, I, so I couldn't appeal anymore. I couldn't fight back. So understand you can't protect the community if you've abandoned truth. So their community guidelines, once again, it's just a system of control. So then they go on to say, we want to help you stay on YouTube. So please no. what you want to do is you want to help me toe the line. You want to help me be obedient and subservient to, to the world you're trying to make. Make sure you understand YouTube's community guidelines and strikes basics. No one can understand your community guidelines because they're arbitrary and you apply them behind, behind closed doors any way you see fit. Review your content with our policies in mind. If after reviewing your content, you think we made a mistake, let us know. You can appeal this decision. And I'm gonna take you through this, I did appeal. Understand that this strike will expire after 90 days and that deleting the video will not remove the strike. There's no reason for me to delete the video because they take it down themselves. Like the video isn't even there anymore. So let's move on. So here's the next step. As you see, it says, let's get started. Now, this, my content was called How to Strategically Destroy the World of Men, and I was talking about the transgender movement. So that's what this is all about, right? That's what this is all about, so let's move on. We found something that may violate YouTube's guidelines to help keep the community safe, we removed it. So that's all propaganda. They're not keeping the community safe. These are just words they use to mask their totalitarianism. And the next two steps, we'll ask you to take a look at your content the policy. If you'd like to appeal, we'll be happy to review your content again. Now remember that. We'll be happy to review your content again. Okay, remember that. Here's how it impacts your content. Strike added and then visibility has been removed. Okay, so let me move on. So this is where they want me to review. So they want me to look at their community guidelines and then review my content myself as if I'm supposed to be learning something. This sounds like psychological conditioning. First of all, I made the content so I know that the strike isn't deserved. Why would I need to go over it again? I'm the one who made it. <laughs> that's, so that's ridiculous, right? And as you can see, my content is 28 minutes, 42 seconds long. Remember that, right? So remember that, that they said, if you'd like to appeal, we'll be happy to review your content. And then remember that the content is 28 minutes, 42 seconds long. Okay, that's very, very important. So they expect you to do their jobs for them, right? Because if they watch the whole 28, minutes and 42 seconds, which is the only way that they can really come to this conclusion, then they should be able to tell me exactly what was said at what timestamp it was said, right? They never give you that kind of information. It's always very ambiguous. So then here's my appeal. I want to appeal removing the content does not make sense to me, right? Because it doesn't. And then, then I always put, yes, I want to leave a comment. Here's the comment that I put. At no point in this segment did I glorify and glorify incite violence towards another person or encourage hatred of another person or group of people. Please share with me the exact timestamps with my content that proves me incorrect. Okay, so I put this in at 6 a.m. this morning. Then I get this email at 6.09 a.m. We have reviewed your appeal for the following. We reviewed your, your content carefully and have confirmed that it violates our hate speech policy. We know this is probably disappointing news, but it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. So remember what I said, what I told you to pay attention and remember, they were going to review my content, right? How did they review 28 minutes and 42 seconds of content in nine minutes? They didn't. 
They didn't look at it at all. They didn't even look at it in the beginning. I believe they have algorithms that catch certain words and they just get pushed. You know, it's all, it's all algorithmic. Because anybody who's actually watching this content, during the appeal process, you'd be able to open a dialogue. There is no dialogue that can be opened at all. And first and foremost, understand that hate speech is subjective. Therefore, it has been weaponized to basically erode free speech and erode actual justice and truth. So within their community guidelines, what they said, you know, under hate speech is that they don't allow anything that incites violence towards anyone, which makes sense. And anything that encourages hate towards an individual or a group or anybody who's part of a protected group or protected class. What's a protected group? Who determines these things? Now, first and foremost, there's nothing in my content that encouraged hate. I never do. If you watch my content, you know, I don't even use profanity. And of course, I didn't incite violence or call for violence against anyone, because once again, that's not the man that I am. I don't believe in violence at all, except, except if it's used in self-defense, you know, defense of yourself, your loved ones or your property. That's the only time that violence is, is acceptable. And, and even in that, that's not something that you preemptively chose to do. You had to respond to somebody else or something else. So you were forced into violence. That's the only time it's allowed. I don't believe in war. I don't believe in any of those things. So protected groups, they've decided what's protected and what's not. And understand, this is all just a system of control. What do you mean by protected group? Am I not a protected group? I'm a human being. I'm an innocent, law-abiding human being. Am I not a protected group? Who decides what's a protected group? What does a protected group even mean? What does protected class even mean? Do you see where this, this is all going into the subjective world where it can be weaponized as a system of control? The only people that need to be protected are innocent people who are unable to defend themselves, like maybe unborn babies. But they don't care about unborn babies. So their, com their compassion is circumstantial. So when they talk about safety and their community guidelines are trying to keep people safe, understand that it's all a lie. They're not trying to keep anybody safe. They definitely want to keep me safe. They want to allow me to open up a discussion on a topic that we need to discuss in the open forum. We need to discuss it but they won't allow it to be discussed. And they won't allow it to be discussed because it would be unsafe for us to discuss this. It would be unsafe for us as adults and intelligent, sovereign human beings to have a discussion on topics that are integral to our, to our pros the prosperity or the degradation of our society. So I'm going to continue. You guys will be seeing this, like I said, as soon as I can post this, I'm gonna post. And now, so understand this, once you start to get like warnings and strikes, you, you kind of go on their algorithmic radar. And so they'll start to look for other stuff. They can go back into the archives and pull it out and just get you off. If that were to happen, I would do what I did last time. I'll create a new channel and I'll get back to work. Because all this does is let me know exactly where the enemy is, who the enemy is and what the enemy wants. That's all this, that's all this ends up doing. So. Understand, community guidelines that is used by Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, like 
all of the major TikTok, all of them. On every single one of them, I've been censored. I've been relegated to an echo chamber. I've been hindered. My, my message doesn't get out like it used to. All of those things. I'm literally persecuted in this modern age. And all I want to do is have rational, insightful, thoughtful, intelligent conversations in the public forum. That way we all can grow. We all can flesh out the truth. That's all I want. I don't, if I'm right, it's because I'm speaking the truth and the truth is right and I'm just speaking it. But if I'm wrong, then I want to know that I'm wrong so that I can change my mind. But only the facts will change my mind. Emotion will never change my mind. And you breaking this up into a class system and trying to bring racism back. So you're trying to bring a class system back, racism back, and it's supposed to unify us. So they, they say unity, but what they mean is obedience. They don't mean actually unification. You understand that, right? When they, when they say they're against discrimination, they're the ones who are the most discriminatory. When they talk about inclusivity, they're the ones who are excluding everybody who doesn't believe that what they believe and act in the manner that they want them to act. They talk about diversity, but they want everybody to think and speak the same, even use the same exact language. These are the times that we're in. And these are the times that have always plagued the world of men. Historically, we always come back to here. There will always be people like them. And what frustrates them is that there will always be people like me. <laughs> I ain't going no place. Only thing you can do is take my life. You're not going to change me unless you're coming with truth, objective truth. It's just the way that works. It's unfortunate for them. They want everybody in the dark. And I'm over here trying to help you to turn on that light. You guys be well.